1071. It is your in for a treat. It's time for the LoJ Book Club. And we are delighted to have one of our uh, favorite authors, Mary Kubica, is joining us for her birthday or her book birthday. It was just like this past Tuesday. And her latest, it's her seventh book, Local Woman Missing. It is a page turner. Welcome, Mary. Hi, Mary. Hi. Thanks so much for having me back. Absolutely. I think we last spoke to you when the lights go out. Yeah, I think so. That it's was the last time. Here. You've done yeah, it again. I, so this is yeah. your seventh book. <laughs> Congratulations on writing amazing. I think you called it domestic thrillers. Yes, I do. I mean, I feel like there's psychological suspense, domestic thriller. I feel like there's a number of different names, but but it fits any of them. It's good. It is a page turner. I think I read it in a day and a mm-hmm. half. I just kept finding reasons to go back to reading Making time. So give people a setup of what Local Woman Missing is about. Yeah, absolutely. So it takes place in the suburbs of Chicago where over the course of just a couple weeks, um, two women and a young girl disappear. And there is an investigation into their disappearances. Everybody wants to know if these cases are related or if these are isolated incidents. And the police turn over some clues, but ultimately the cases go cold until 11 years later when the little girl, who was six, she's now 17 years old, she suddenly returns. And everyone wants to know where she's been all this time and where are the others. And it's an intriguing thing because what, you know, we always hear about the people that go missing, but we don't hear what happens when, if they're, when they come back into you know, their old life, so to speak, which yeah. has changed so much because 11 years have passed. Because usually the people don't come back. Exactly. I mean, I'm trying to, they, really the only ones I can think of is the, are the Cleveland girls, the three right. gals from Cleveland. Who, or the girl from Natalie from Utah. Yeah, but I mean, I'm yeah, talking about, these are years, yes, years, years, you right, know, that gene, specific, right. Yeah, that, that really is the only one that I can think of because it's like the, you just seem to disappear. So that even that twist, yeah, having that happen. But I mean, I didn't see any, <laughs> any of your twists coming at all. So I don't know how you do it, Mary, but you do it because every one of your books is is a page turner. Oh, thank you. That's what I love to hear. <laughs> but it's, do you, it's do you true. Have, like, okay, so you're writing these books and like, do you have someone like, in your family or do you work closely with your editor and your author? Like, okay, you know, I'm, I'm writing this chapter. Does it work? Does it not work? Or do you just kind of write the whole book and then go back in and edit? You know, I usually, I write the whole book, but I I do some revision as I'm going along. But for the most part, I write the whole book then go back and take a look at it. And usually, as was the case with this book, my editor doesn't know where the story's going to go. She she knows the starting point because I usually submit a proposal first Mm -hmm. before I start writing the book. So she knows the basics, but she doesn't know what my twists are going to be either. So it's so helpful for her, you know, to go in and kind of read it blind. And that way we can kind of gauge what she's surprised is coming, and it helps really make it a surprise for readers. Well, you you do do that, and is do you attribute the your ability to write, um, you know, these suspenseful thrillers with really pretty big twists? I would say with that you were fascinated with true crime when you were growing up, or reading, or is that a is that is that a thing for you? 
It is. I mean, I feel like when I'm reading, when I go to watch a movie or a TV show, I feel like I'm always drawn to mystery, suspense, true crime, mm-hmm. that kind of genre for sure. And um, so, you know, it seems it seems natural that that would be the genre that I'm writing in as well. Yeah. Did you watch The Serpent on Netflix, just uh, as an just aside? aside. I haven't of, seen that one yet. Oh. Speaking of true, true crime, crime. It's really. It, yeah. It's something. Is there a true crime show that you watched kind of during COVID when we were all staying at home all the time that you got into? You know, I watched the documentary about um, I'll Be Gone in the Dark. Oh, they, that was they, so good. That was phenomenal. And, you know, it was, I mean, it moved me so much as a writer, too, I have to say. You know, I, I loved the story and the suspense, mm-hmm. but just her struggles as a writer, too, really spoke to me. Yeah, that's Pat Oswalt's oh, wife. Oh, yes, 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 Julia, yes, yes. Because I don't think Julia watched it. No. But, yeah, I, you know, I did, too, because I didn't realize, well, what was her, what's her name again? She's passed on. Michelle McNamara. Michelle I thought that was a very poignant and really uh, um, interesting look into not only was Michelle, you know, really committed to like trying to solve this, but how she just pitching it and writing it and giving feeling to all this stuff. It it was really it was so well done in, in all of that. Absolutely. I completely agree. Okay, now you're just joining us. We're with Mary Kabuka. Kubica. Kubica. (laughs) Local woman missing. We're talking to Mary from some suburb in Chicago, I believe. Right, Mary? Correct. Yes. One of your characters is a doula. Yes. And uh, I'm just interested in, like, how did that organically work its way into the story? Were you kind of just interested in having, you know, that character as a doula? I'm curious. So it actually happened by accident. I do have a couple friends who are doulas, so so I'm just sort of used to that lifestyle, and, you know, I've heard a lot of stories from their work, but um, when I first introduced the character as a doula, it was in all honesty, kind of an excuse as to where she had been. You know, she's been missing for a period of time, and it gave kind of some justification to why she might be gone, and people may not know where she is, but they're not overly worried. Because my doula friends, you know, they get get calls at all hours of the day or night, and they have to go support a woman in labor. So that was how it began, and I actually thought that her job was going to stay in the background. But as I started writing and kind of started to develop this character more, I realized Yes. Or this this job, her being a doula, was going to play a big role in the story. Do people think, all right, so your close family and friends who have known you, you know, you write these domestic thrillers. Mm-hmm. Um, are they like, Mary, how does your brain get so twisted? Or how do you come up with these <laughs> ideas? Or do you get any razzing from family and friends? You know, I, I do. It's all it's all in good fun. Sure, of course. I, because I'm I'm a nice, normal person, and, and so darling. you know the books are all pretty dark. But I I don't know. You know, I think that that's what makes them so interesting for me is just to kind of step outside of my own comfort zone and look at the darker side of human nature. And I feel like so many of my characters are really at least they begin like any of us or any any of our neighbors, and then usually some unexpected thing happens, and we kind of see what people do when their back is really to a wall. Well, yeah, I would even say, Mary, that, you know, your writing is like positively Fargo-esque, of, like I'm referring to the TV series, as far as, you know, the things that come at the end that you don't really see coming. You're very good at laying out all these potential outcomes. Outcomes. <laughs> Thank you. I 
appreciate that. Yeah, you're really, you, you really are good. Um, what's, <laughs> uh, we got to ask you, what's the last great book that you read? Um, so I actually, I do a lot of audiobooks too, and I just finished listening to The Four Winds by Kristen oh, Hanna. yes. Oh, it was so phenomenal, and I think it's just so timely with all that we're going through right now with the pandemic, and it just, it really put things into perspective, and it was just so beautiful and emotional. Did you feel dusty the whole oh. time you were reading it? I did. You know, <laughs> I, I've read a lot about the Dust Bowl, but this put it in a totally different light, you know, just when she described these dust storms coming oh. in and the masks that they would wear and the things it would do to their lungs. It just was really eye-opening. Yeah. At one point in the, just how powerful that woman, I can't think of her name. We interviewed Kristen, Kristen when it came. I mean, but the name of the lead oh, character. Oh, I can't remember the lead Adelaide? character. What was her name? I'm drawing a blank. I'm yeah. drawing a blank too. But I, at one point, I'm like, "How much more can this woman endure?" Yeah, I mean, oh. enough. Enough is enough. Mary, do you like who reads your book? Like, is has it been the same a person on Audible reading all your books? You know, they, this they've one? all been different, okay. um, and I, I love them. I usually, I usually have. Um, I get to help pick out the oh, audiobook narrator, and because I listen to audiobooks myself, I just know how important a really great narrator is. And and um, I've heard I haven't heard the whole audiobook of Look Woman Missing, but I've heard snippets, and it's phenomenal. I always I like to do a combo of the book and audio, but because we had you so close to your birthday book birthday, I couldn't yeah. get the audible. Um, but I agree with you that voice is everything. Because when you oh, get a stinker, I'm like, we had a couple a book out a few weeks ago, and I'm like, I don't know like, if I liked I'll, it. I'll have read the book, Mary, so I hear it in my voice as the author is giving mm-hmm. me. Because you know, like you, you are always like such a good painter of the picture with your words. And Julia will, if it's an an an, an author that she doesn't like how the person is that's reading it, it totally changes, changes your view my, of the book. It changes your view of the book. It absolutely does. I completely agree. And I'm yeah. like, Lori, listen to this one. She's just so bad. And I'm like, but, I loved that book. But I so, it was so good. And, and I like to do the combo of the two because you can read so much faster than you can listen. Right. Which is yes. people, you don't know, if you're just joining us, we're with Mary Kubrika. Her latest book is Local Woman Missing. It's a page turner. Do you have people optioning you right now? I mean, is this? Could does you, you feel like you're Leanne Moriarty with your writing? And you could have your books go to um, TV series, limited series. These are so good. Yeah. So this one has actually been optioned by Black Bear Pictures. So it's in the very early stages. They're they're looking for a screenwriter right now, but I'm thrilled they want to do a limited TV series with it, and I'm just so excited by that idea. Are you? You must be green. I mean, how exciting for you! <laughs> yeah. This is so wonderful. So exciting. I'm not going to have to treat uh, tweet Reese Witherspoon. I'm Ramona the Pest with her every once in a while when we have a, a great one. Because we were thinking that about you. We were like, Mary Kubica is like America's uh, Leanne Moriarty. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> it's, it's good. So do you, have you, would you want to write the screenplay for Local Woman Missing? You know, I I honestly don't know. I don't know how to do that. I don't know yeah. how to write a screenplay. And I, I wonder if I'm too close to the book to yeah. be able to do it justice. So so I think somebody else should do it that, that knows what they're doing. And I'll just keep writing books. There yeah, because it's a page. It's one page equals one minute. Right. I mean, yeah. how how do would you, you even do, yeah, figure I out translate. How, to, how that translates? Yeah. Take the money, Mary, and go to the <laughs> premiere. 
<laughs> I like it. I like how you think. <laughs> well, we like how you write, and thank you for knocking another one out of the ballpark. Uh, Mary Kubrika, local woman missing. It's so delightful to talk to you, and I'm sure um, you're going to have great success. Well, you already have, but with the readers with this book, too. It's so fantastic. Do you want people to like uh, be in touch with you on Facebook for virtual book stuff, or how can yeah. people find out? Yeah. I'm on Twitter, I'm on Instagram, I'm on Facebook. It's all just at Mary Kabika. So, and I love to connect with readers online. So, yes, definitely find me out in there. Okay, oh. and that's uh, Kubika, K-U-B-I-C-A. Thank you so much, Mary. Thanks, Mary. Bye. Yeah, thank you for having me.